1: We are the Bride Radio, as the voice of the true Bride of Christ. W.A. TV Radio seeks to inform and engage the Bride of Christ The views and opinions expressed in this show do not necessarily reflect the views of We Are the Bride Ministries, We Are the Bride Radio, or We Are the Bride Television. Thank you. Your face, devil.
0: Bible studies with Dr. June Knight.
1: Good afternoon, bride. Good afternoon. This is your host today on the BAM! In Your Face Devil Bible Study, Dr. June Knight. Listen, I am fired up over studying the book of Revelation. You know, this is, we're in very biblical times right now, bride. We are here. This is us. When we are reading the Bible, it's like we're sitting at a table in heaven, and it's like God is, is sitting there teaching us. He's He's filling us, and He's giving us overflowing uh, understanding of His Word through this book of Revelation Bible study. Now, yesterday we covered Revelation chapter 1 through 4, but today we are starting on the So Excited chapter 5. Because today, bride, we're opening the seals. So we are going to learn with the Holy Spirit today. So let's all pray real quick. Lord, we thank you for your word. We thank you for teaching us, leading and guiding us into all the truth, Lord. Thank you for bringing the word to life. And thank you for filling us and giving us strength for the days to come. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, bride, let's turn our Bibles. Now, you know that I always refer to the King James Bible. So when we watch this, it will be from the King James Bible. All right, let me get it on the screen here. There we go. Okay, let's go to chapter 5. And I saw in the right hand of him that sat on the throne a book written, and on the back side, sealed with seven seals. And I saw a strong angel. I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice, Who is worthy to open the book and to loose the seals thereof? And no man in heaven nor in earth, neither under the earth, was able to open the book, neither to look thereon. That is so sad, Bride. And I wept much because no man was found worthy to open and read the book, neither to look thereon. You know what this reminds me of, Bride? When you studied the Ark of the Covenant in the Old Testament, the Ark of the Covenant was so precious that it had to be carried a certain way and it had to be carried by certain people. Not everybody could touch the Ark, am I right? Do you remember the people that died because they touched the Ark wrong? When I think about this, I think about who is worthy. Who Who is worthy to touch this book like it was with the Ark of the Covenant And one of the elders said unto me, Weep not, behold the lion of the tribe of Judah. The root of David has prevailed to open the book and to loose the seven seals thereof. Isn't that amazing, Brian? Because it's like, look, Look at the one who is able to do this. Look at the one who is worthy enough to open the seals. It's like it was with the Ark of the Covenant. Who is the one that is worthy? Who is the one that can, that has enough standing in front of God to even be able to touch this book? And we see who it was. It was Jesus. Oh, let me read this again. And one of the elders said unto me, Weep not. Behold the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has prevailed to open the book and to loose the seven seals thereof. And I beheld and lo, in the midst of the throne and of the four beasts, And in the midst of the elders stood a lamb as it had been slain, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent forth into all the earth. Wow! And he came and took the book out of the right hand of him that sat on the throne. And when he had taken the book, the four beasts and four and twenty elders fell down before the lamb, having every one of them harps, and golden vials full of odors, which are what bride? Remember we talked about this earlier. Don't forget about this part, about those vials. What was it, bride? The prayers of the saints. Remember I told you about the bowls in heaven that are full of the prayers of the saints. Here it is again. So, Let's read this again. And when he had taken the book, the four beasts and the four and twenty elders fell down before the lamb, having every one of them harps and golden vows of odors, which are the prayers of the saints. And they sung a new song. Look, this is what I wrote about the 24. Twelve apostles and the twelve tribes of Israel or children of Israel. Okay, and they sung a new song saying, Thou art worthy to take the book and to open the seals thereof. For thou wast slain and hast redeemed us to God by the blood. Remember, bride, yesterday we talked about the blood. Remember how powerful the blood is by thy blood out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation, and has made us unto our God kings and priests, and we shall reign on the earth. Remember, we talked about that yesterday, about the kings and the priests. And I beheld, and I heard the voice of many angels, round about the throne and the beasts and the elders and the number of them was ten thousand times ten thousand and thousands of thousands can you imagine bride oh man I prayed with this man one time he was an elderly man when you remember I told you seven years ago God had me pray around uh pray for the elderly for eighteen months he had me do this one this is when I was first in the pit, and I started traveling and praying with these people on this deathbed, so one of the first guys I prayed with was 101 years old, and he was in a nursing home, and I was so nervous, Brad, because I didn't know how to do this, you know. This was the Holy Spirit training me, and that's it. So all I have is I volunteered for a hospice company, and they would send me to these people, So, I was sent to this man that was 101 in the nursing home, and I walked in, Brad, and his family were country music singers, okay, and they, uh, country music executives, excuse me, and they were all standing around his bed, and you walked in, and you saw all over the walls was pictures of his family. You could tell this man had it made. You could tell this man was so very loved by his family. I'm telling you, the room probably had, I don't know, 15 or 20 people in it, which made it very tight. But these were all family members, like all grandkids. And they were all standing around crying and everything. You could tell he was very loved. Well, I just walked up in there and sat in the corner because I, I didn't know what I was doing. I was around these people kind of like I was when I went to the White House and I didn't know... I was so nervous about going in there, but I went over there and I sat down and I was just kind of praying in tongues, you know, praying to myself. And uh, the mama was 90, let's see, he was 91, no, he was on one, and the mama was 92. So the mama rolled out of the room in her wheelchair because she was in another nursing home room and so I, just, I stood up and told the family I said I believe it's time to go ahead and pray for him and they said oh yes go ahead so they all moved out of the way and I felt it bride I felt the I felt the weight of everybody listening to what I gotta say because their beloved one is laying there and he's dying and you know it's just a feeling you can't imagine you know but I that is when I believe bride the word says you know uh Just trust in the Lord and he will speak through your mouth. I believe that's what happened in this moment because I didn't know what to do. So I stepped up to the cat, not to the casket, but the bed, and he was in a coma, by the way. And so I just put my hands on him and I started praying for him. And man, Bob, when I started praying for this man, I was catapulted into heaven. I didn't know it, but it was at the time that the Lord was taking him. Let me tell y'all something I've learned about death. I've learned actually many things about death, but there is, when a person dies of natural death like this man did, there is a transition. They may go into heaven and come back. Go into heaven and, can you believe this? But it is true. This is why, this is why some of the family members will wait until that child comes to that room before they leave. They will wait until the family members say it's okay, you can go, just like we did with my mom. But they're, they're, they're going in and out. Well, I didn't know it, but when I touched this man, it was one of them times where Jesus was taking him over. Listen, Brad, let me tell you what I saw. When I touched him, touched this man and went over there i saw angels as far as i could see these angels had bowed down to him and said welcome and i was like what not that they were worshipping him but like it was like a greeting of royalty that's the that's the word because i was praying for the man and i was talking in the room and i was like he's royalty he's royalty And then I was like, Lord, I thank you. I don't know this man, but I can tell he's royalty in heaven. And, you know, so I'm having this conversation with the Lord and I'm praying for this man and I'm praying over his destiny, you know, his family's destiny and their future and all this other stuff. And and so when I come back, you know, I come out of this prayer, everybody in that room was weeping. I mean, because the presence of the Lord brought, I cannot explain it. The presence of the Lord in that room was so beautiful. And that's what I love about when a Christian leaves the earth. It is bear witness with God. It, the people in the room at the death site, they they bear witness that this person went to heaven because you can feel the peace. You can feel the, you know, like when my mom, she passed away in 2017. When she took that last breath, it was like, you know, it was like, I'm resting in his arms now. Well, with this man, everybody in the room was crying. You could feel the presence of the Lord so thick. And they told me, they said, that is the best prayer I've ever heard. But it wasn't that I was such a great prayer. It was just the anointing and the presence of the Lord in the room. So I left the room, and I come back the next day. I said, you know, I'm going to go in and check on him. So I went back the next day, and that the daughter come running out there to catch me, and she goes, Oh, I've been waiting for you. I can't wait to tell you what happened yesterday after you left. Our mama rode back in the room and she saw what was happening. So she put her hand on her husband's hand and she held his hand and said, it's okay, honey, you can go. I love you. And when she said that, he took his last breath and he was gone. And she said, I just wanted to tell you that God used you to help my dad transition. And we was all crying and everything. So I went to the funeral, and then they was telling everybody what happened with the prayer. But just to finish on that story, a month later, the Lord gave me a dream. And he gave me a song to sing for that man. I'll share it. Uh, but that song is very annoying. It talks about he was a man who was of no fortune or fame. He had served his same church for 75 years, Brad. He went through five pastors, and all he did was anything they needed, cleaning toilets, sweeping, vacuuming. He was just a servant. But what the Lord showed me in that dream about this man is that because he was a servant on the earth and he served others, when he got to heaven, that's why they bowed. Because he was a servant on the earth, but in heaven he's royalty. So anyways, let's go back here. All right, so. And verse 13. And every creature which is in heaven. Let me make sure you can see my Bible here. All right. And every creature which is in heaven and on the earth and under the earth and such as are in the sea and all that are in them heard I saying, Blessing and honor and glory and power be unto him that sits on the throne, blessing and honor, glory and power forever. How many know this song? Blessing and honor and glory and power forever. And the four beasts said, Amen. <laughs> and the four and twenty elders fell down and worshipped him that lived forever and ever. Okay, Bride, look, we're on chapter 6. Chapter 6, here we go. And I saw when the Lamb, remember he was the perfect lamb, opened one of the seven seals. And I heard, as it were, the noise of thunder. One of the four beasts saying, Come and see. Now, when I think about the noise of thunder, Bride, I think about when Moses was on the mount, and uh, when God revealed himself to mankind, remember that? When God was up on the mountain with Moses and he goes, I am that I am. And he shook the mountains and it thundered and God made a big display of who he was. That's what I see right now. And I saw and behold a white horse. And he that sat on him had a bow. Now this is the first seal bride is a white horse with a bow and a crown was given unto him and he went forth conquering and to conquer. Some people have alluded that that is the corona because crown means corona in some language or whatever. And when he had opened the second seal, I heard the second beast saying, come and see. And there went out another horse that was red, and power was given unto him that sat thereon to take peace from the earth. And they should kill one another, and there was given unto him a great sword. Isn't that going to be sad, Brad? And when he had opened the third seal, I heard the third beast say, Come and seek. And I beheld, and lo, a black horse. And he that sat on him had a pair of balances in his hand. And I heard a voice in the midst of the four beasts say, A measure of wheat for a penny, And three measures of barley for a penny, And see thou hurt not the oil and the vine. Who is that bribe? Come on now, come on. uh uh-huh. I'm about to run around this place. Who is the oil and the vine? It is those. We are. And when he had opened the fourth seal, I heard the voice of the four beast say, excuse me, of the fourth beast say, Come and see.'" And I looked, and behold, a pale horse. And his name that sat on him was Death, And hell followed with him. That's going to be horrible. And power was given over them, over the fourth part of the earth, to kill with sword, and with hunger, and with death, and with the beasts of the earth. And when he had opened the fifth seal, I saw under the altar of the souls of them that were slain for the word of God. Well, that's coming very soon, isn't it, bride? The martyrdom of the church is coming very soon. And for the testimony which they held. Remember I told you, bride, from the Bible study the other day that I feel led of the Lord to tell you all you need to write your story and share your testimony with your children before you leave the earth because your story is for God's glory. So you need a written, a written documentation of what happened between you and God. Oh, I once was a drug addict and God set me free. And then he done this and he done this. And I remember this miracle and this miracle and You know, you need to talk about like your childhood, what happened growing up and how the devil tried to distort you and then you turned around and got saved and then God turned it all around and look what you became. You, Your world is so different now. Because you may have family members that are stubborn and stiff-necked right now, but one day they may read that book and change their mind. Alright, so let's go ahead. And he cried with a loud voice, saying, How long, O Lord, holy and true, dost thou not judge and avenge our blood on them which dwell on the earth? We talked about this yesterday. That when God pours out his wrath, which will be the second half of tribulation. When God pours out his wrath, it's going to be horrible. Absolutely horrible, brother. Because he will have his judgment. Remember, judgment, God is holy in all his ways. He is the one that will get the revenge. And it will be a very sad day. And avenge our blood on them that dwell on the earth. And white robes were given unto every one of them. And it was said unto them. Let me get my Bible and the camera over here. Let me get it up here. There we go. All right. And it was said unto them. They that should rest yet for a little season until their fellow servants also and their brethren that should be killed as they were should be fulfilled. And I beheld when he had opened the sixth seal and lo there was a great earthquake and the sun became black as sackcloth of hair and the moon became as blood and the stars of heaven fell into the earth even as a fig tree causes her untimely figs when she is shaken of a mighty wind. And the heaven departed as a scroll when it is rolled together, and every mountain and island were moved out of their places. That's going to be a horrible day, Brad. And the kings of the earth, and the great men, and the rich men, and the chief captains, and the mighty men, and every bondman, and every free man, hid themselves in the dens and in the rocks of the mountains. And said to the mountains and rocks, fall on us hide us from the face of him that sits on the throne and from the wrath of the lamb, for the great day of the wrath is come, and who shall be able to stand? And these things and after these things I saw four angels standing on the four corners of the earth, holding the four winds of the earth, that the wind, now see right there when it says corners, that's why a lot of people believe it's not a round earth, is because of that, one of the things, holding the four winds of the earth, that the wind should not blow on, sorry Brad, that the wind should not blow on the earth, nor on the sea, nor on any tree, That will be very sad too, bride, because the wind is such a blessing. And I saw another angel ascending from the east, having the seal of the living God. And he cried with a loud voice to the four angels to whom it was given to hurt the earth and the sea. Saying, Hurt not the earth, neither the sea, neither the trees till we have sealed the servants of our God in their foreheads. Wow! Wow, wow, wow! Hurt not the earth, neither the sea, nor the trees, till we have sealed the servants of our God in their foreheads. And I heard the number of them that were sealed, and they were sealed a hundred and forty-four thousand, of all the tribes of the children of Israel, and of the tribe of Judah, sealed 12,000. See, this is where I believe is the mid-trip, because uh, the first part of tribulation, I know this goes against Dr. Day, the one I interviewed the other day, but okay, I believe that the Bible does know what it's talking about. When the Bible says, the word Israel, and when the Bible says, I mean the Jew and the Gentile. I know it doesn't say Jew, but I believe that when it says Gentile, what it means is, is, remember I explained yesterday how the Bible is split up to God the Father, Jesus the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The three revelations of the Trinity, the beginning, the middle, and the end of the Bible, right? So I believe that, uh, the first, when the Old Testament was happening, we discovered who God was. We discovered that God divorced Israel. God divorced his people. Okay. Because they, you know, cheated on him and committed fornication or whatnot. So the second half of time is Jesus with his people. That's why we are the bride. Because Jesus came to be that lamb and he came to set us free. Okay. So when Jesus comes back in the mid-trib, when Jesus comes back, the Gentile bride, which I know that we're all one, but the Gentile bride goes up and then God pours out his wrath because you got to remember the Jews or the Israel people, they do not believe that Jesus is the Messiah. So when the Christians go home, uh, then they will see. wait a minute, because the Antichrist at that time is going to be uh, pouring out his uh, abominations according to the Jewish culture. So then about this time of the 144,000, which will be the second half, the 144,000 is going to be Jews that are going to go out and minister to the Jews. They're going to reveal to them that Jesus was the true Messiah. But we'll see as we go through here. Okay, let's continue. Of the tribe of Asher were sealed, okay, let's go back. Of the tribe of Judah were sealed 12,000. Of the tribe of Reuben were sealed 12,000. Of the tribe of Gad was sealed 12,000. Of the tribe of Asher were sealed 12,000. Of the tribe of Nephtilim, was sealed 12,000, and of the tribe of Manassas was sealed 12,000, of the tribe of Simeon were sealed 12,000, of the tribe of Levi was sealed 12,000, and of the tribe of Issachar was sealed 12,000, of the tribe of Zabulon was sealed 12,000, of the tribe of Joseph was sealed 7,000, of the tribe of Benjamin was sealed seven twelve thousand. Now, There are many teachings out there right now that says that we are the 144,000. Well, that cannot be true when you look at these scriptures right here. I'm sorry, let me get my camera up here. Because we are not the tribe of Esther. We are not the tribe of this and that and that. So they're saying that the 144,000 is it. That the Christians, that, that's it. That they are the children of Israel. But this right here says that it's all these tribes. See, they're the Jewish tribes. They are the tribes of Israel. The tribes of Israel was the father. Remember, and so all, you have all these tribes. Okay, so after this I beheld in the great multitude, which no man could number, of all nations and kindreds and people and tongues, stood before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed with white robes and palms in their hands. See, this is what I'm saying about uh, that we go home during this time because now we're standing before the throne in the white robes. You know, many of them have been murdered. And so now they're standing there were palms in their hands. It's the same welcome as Jesus right before he was resurrected. See, I mean, before he died, they did that with the palms. So now the church comes home to him and they're doing the same thing in heaven. And cried with a loud voice saying, Salvation to our God which sits on the throne and unto the Lamb. And all the angels stood round about the throne and about the elders. And the four beasts and fell before the throne on their faces and worshipped God, saying, Amen, blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might be unto our God forever and ever. Amen. And one of the elders answered, saying unto me, What are these which are arrayed in white robes? And whence came they? And I said unto him, Sir, thou knowest. And he said to me, These are they which came out of the great tribulation, and have washed their robes, and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Therefore are they before the throne of God, and serve him day and night in his temple. Raise your hand if you would love to serve the Lord and praise him day or night in his temple. And he sits; he that sits on the throne shall dwell among them. Yes, Lord, God will dwell among us. They shall hunger no more, neither thirst no more anymore. Neither shall the sun light on them, nor any heat. For the Lamb which is in the midst of the throne shall feed them, and shall lead them into living waters, fountains of waters, and God shall wipe away all the tears from their eyes in that beautiful bride. And when he had opened the seventh seal, there was silence in heaven about the space of a half an hour. See, this is all happening at the same time. And I saw, see I put right here, this is the second half, the wrath, all right here. I put a split in time because a lot of people believe in this three days of darkness. So I believe if the three days of darkness happened, it would be in this time here. Silence in heaven about the space of a half an hour. And I saw the seven angels which stood before God, and to them which were given seven trumpets. And another angel came and stood at the altar, having a golden censer. And there was given unto him much incense, that he should offer it with the prayers of all the saints upon the golden altar which was before the throne. And the smoke of the incense which came up with the prayers of the saints ascended up before God out of the angels' hands. hands. And the angel took the censer and filled it with the fire of the altar and cast it under the earth. And there was voices and thunderings and lightnings and an earthquake. And the seven angels which had the seven trumpets prepared themselves to sound. The first angel sounded, and there followed hell and fire mingled with blood. And they were cast upon the earth, and the third part of the trees was burned up, and all green grass was burned up. Isn't that sad, bro? It's going to be a sad day. And when the angel, second angel sounded, as it were, a great multitude burning with fire was cast into the sea, and the third part of the sea became blood. And the third part of the creatures which were in the sea and had life, death, and the third part of the ships were destroyed. Let me get my Bible here. And the third angel sounded and there fell a great star from heaven burning as it were a lamp. And it fell upon the third part of the rivers and upon the fountains of waters. And the name of the star is called Wormwood, and the third part of the waters became Wormwood. And many men died because of the waters, because they were made bitter. And the fourth angel sounded, and a third part of the earth, and a third part of the stars. So as the third part of them was darkened, and the day shone not for a third part of it, and the night likewise. That'd be so sad, wouldn't it? And I beheld, and I heard an angel flying through the midst of heaven, saying with a loud voice, Whoa, 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 to the inhabitants of the earth, by reason of the other voices of the trumpet of the thir- three angels, which are yet to sound. Wow, Brian. It's getting pretty deep now, huh? Well, I'm going to go ahead and stop there today, Brian. That was, oh, I need to read chapter 9, and then I'll stop. And the fifth angel sounded, and I saw a star fall from heaven, and to him was given the key to the bottomless pit. And he opened the bottomless pit, and there arose a smoke out of the pit. And... As the smoke of a great furnace and the sun and the air were darkened by reason of the smoke of the pit, and there came out of the smoke locusts upon the earth, and unto them was given power, and as the scorpions of the earth had power. And it was commanded them that they should not hurt the grass of the earth. Neither any green thing, neither any tree, but only those men which have not the seal of God in their foreheads. And to them it was given that they should not kill them, but that they should be tormented five months. And their torment was as the torment of a scorpion which he striketh a man. So this is part of the wrath ride. They are going to be tortured. All of those that are not sealed is going to be a sad day. Okay, and in those days shall men seek death and will not be able to find it and shall desire to die and death shall flee from them. All, and the shapes of the locusts were like unto horses prepared unto battle and their heads were as were crowns like gold and their faces were as the faces of men. And they had hair as the hair of women, and their teeth were as the teeth of lions. And they had breastplates, as it were breastplates of iron. And the sound of their wings was as the sound of chariots of many horses running to battle. And they had tails like unto scorpions, and they were stings in their tails. And the power, and their power was to hurt men five months. And they had king a king over them, which is the angel of the bottomless pit, whose name in the Hebrew tongue is Abaddon, but in the Greek tongue his name was Apollyon. Wow! Wow! I'm having a revelation, Brad. but I'm not going to say it live. One woe is passed, and behold, there came two woes more after. And the sixth angel sounded, and I heard a voice from the four horns of the golden altar, which is before God, saying to the sixth angel, which had the trumpet, Loose the four angels, which are bound in the great river Euphrates. And the four angels were loosed, which were prepared for an hour, a day, and a month, and a year, for to slay the third part of men. And the number of the army of the horsemen were two hundred thousand thousand. And I heard the number of them, and thus I saw the horses in the vision. And them that sat on them, having breastplates of fire and of jacinth, and brimstone and the heads of the horses were as the heads of lions, And out of their mouths issued fire and smoke and brimstone. By these three was the third part of men killed. By the fire and by the smoke and by the brimstone which issued out of their mouth. For their power, let me get my camera right. Okay. For their power is in their mouth and in their tails, for their tails were like unto serpents and had heads with them they do hurt. And the rest of the men, which were not killed by these plagues, yet repented not of the works of their hands, that they should not worship devils and idols of gold and silver and brass and stone and of wood, which neither can see nor hear nor walk. And I wrote in my Bible, Evil Hearts Continually. Neither repented thee of their murders, nor of their sorceries, nor of their fornication, nor of their thefts. Well, Bride, this is where I'm going to end today. This was great.
0: Author and White House correspondent, Dr. June Knight, has published ten books. As she traveled the country in obedience to God-serving ministries, her books are about the Bride of Christ, Preparing the church for the end of days, persecution, purity, and spiritual warfare. She even wrote a book revealing the pain and struggles of her own life called Testimony of a Broken Bride Jesus is the True Husband. Her books hope to help families make right decisions in the coming days about the mark of the beast and to choose Jesus over the beast system. Dr. June released four books this year about current day situations such as judgement, technology, tribulation days and more. These four books released in April of 2020 after she left the White House and exposes what she knows about President Trump and the anti-Christ agenda. These books reveal apostasy plus idolatry equals judgement and it's for the harvest. Dr. June reveals the great divide in the church in this hour due to the great deception. She explains what is the Ecumenical Movement, New Apostolic Reformation, and False Religions, exposes the One World Religion Agenda, Dr. June exposes the New World Order and Satanic Agenda. This book exposes the lie of the New Apostolic Reformation evangelicals who have surrounded the president and is partnering with the beast system. This books chronicles 40 days of repentance and casting down 40 idols in our nation and church. This book reveals the biblical pattern of judgment and the current judgment. What is the pattern of God's judgment? Why does he judge? What is my role in this? This book discusses now that we know apostasy plus idolatry equals judgment where do we go from here? How do we prepare? What do we look for? What about technology? the human implantation chip, etc. So purchase the American quad books today before they shut them down. Be alert. Be informed. Be equipped for the war ahead. Or go to www.gotreehouse.org and purchase all 10 of Dr. June's books today on sale. If you are interested in writing a book please go to treehousepublishers.com. Thank you.